The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Hello and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Newman, and I'm joined today with our biggest cast. The gang's getting back together! Yeah! It's cool. Uh, I will say this. Um, lately, I've been looking at doing like a Movie Gang Podcast like bingo card. And I think like the free intro tile in the middle of the bingo card will be Jack Fucks Up the Intro. That should be, uh, that should be what that is. Um, we're joined today with, of course, Ben Highworth. How are you, Ben? No, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I don't, I don't know if I'm. I'm leaving for England tomorrow. That's right. Might as well have in my life. That's exhausting. Yes. Please make sure to load your file before you leave. Just nah, <laughs> don't feeling it. It's okay. <laughs> and get of course, it in three weeks. No, oh my god. <laughs> I did course- notice after we recorded. Um, Geek Space Nine last night. I tried to send it and then, or I left it to upload and then I went out and I came back like four hours later and it still, it hadn't sent because my Dropbox was too full. Oh, it's, it's okay, Sarah. <clears throat> ben didn't get my lad file till uh, I think like two in the morning. So it's Oops. good. <laughs> All right. We're also joined this week by Sarah Becker. How are you, Sarah? I'm doing great. I uh, I literally just got home from seeing the film we are about to review. Uh, so I will have the hottest take. <laughs> Exciting. Exciting. We're also joined this week by Trevor Flynn. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and of course, we're also joined by Peter Dancy. How are you, Peter? On top of the world. So yeah. yeah it's pretty mm-hmm. yeah. It's gonna I think it's mm-hmm. gonna be good. This is gonna be good. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to get your take as well. Because I, I, I haven't really talked to anyone about this film, so I'm yeah. I'm wondering the question is We'll see. I'm very curious. Uh, but of course, we're actually joined here today by uh, somebody who's not been here in quite a while. How are you, Jenna? I'm doing amazing. Thanks. I, I feel like I could have worded that better. It just kind of came out like absent or not. I'm not trying to shame you. Thank you for coming back. I, we just no. I don't feel shamed. I think it's just your heart missed me so much. I did. That it I just really kind of stumbled over. The really words. did. I was like so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> today we are going to be reviewing Black Panther. After the death of his father, T'Challa returns home to the African nation of Wakanda to take his rightful place as king. Uh, when a powerful enemy suddenly reappears, T'Challa medals, uh, T'Challa's medal as king and as Black Panther gets tested when he's drawn into a conflict that puts the fate of Wakanda and the, tar- and the entire world at risk. Faced with treachery and danger, the young king must rally his allies, release the full power of Black Panther to defeat his foes, and secure the safety of his people okay all right so let's go ahead and start off with just a couple uh, quick around the things let's start with you peter what did you think of black panther this movie was everything and like anything and everything i ever wanted in a superhero film that i did not know i needed or wanted but i'm so glad that it exists yeah yeah, I uh, <laughs> to, yeah. To, to put it mildly, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a big that's fan. It, that's of- the podcast. Thanks for listening. Yeah, exactly. Right, good job. <laughs> another another well reasoned podcast done this week. Yeah, good good commentary. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I want to I want to dive into the, this film because I I do think that it's a little bit. Um, I think the thing that surprised me is that how it went to places which I wouldn't have thought it would be willing to go for a superhero film. Mm. I think it's a little bit more of a complicated. I think my if I could drum up a criticism, it would be that it suffers a little bit from the third act 
issues with villains that a lot of the Gen 1 superheroes of Marvel did. And I'm not a huge fan of that uh, final Panther on Panther fight. But other than yeah. that, I, I really have no faults here. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, no, yeah, no, yeah. Ben, ben, ben and I uh, brought that up when we were talking to each other as well. So that's that's also like a like a slight criticism on on, on this film. Not gonna lie. Yeah, tell tell me been... about it, Ben. What what did you think of the final fight sequence? Or let's not go there first off. Let's go ahead and talk roll through some of these characters and talk about that. Uh, again, of course, the starting the starring character we have T'Challa as the Black Panther. Uh, okay, so what did you guys think of the depictions? I think the first thing we have to come to is the depiction of Wakanda and Afrofuturism is kind of the word on everyone's lips right now. Well, obviously, well, actually, I um, want to go to did, Wakanda. The... But <laughs> yes, uh, the city I want a itself Netflix, reminded uh... me a great deal of uh, the city of Kigali in Rwanda. Of course, more futuristic than that, but um, just the way it's situated in like this valley and how there are lots of skyscrapers mm. yeah, and things. Yeah. Um, I was I was in Africa about a year ago um, for the, you listeners who don't remember. Um, so this movie made me miss that a lot. Um, and yeah. But yes, yeah. Wakanda's awesome. I, I think that's I think that's that's the probably the glowingest success for me is just like atmospheric uh and kind of like like costume design. I would be shocked if this didn't win something for costume design mm-hmm. at some point. The guy uh, with and the kind lip of like ring the depiction of the world had the and sharpest costumes. <laughs> right. Oh yes. I, or the lip disc, I mean, excuse me. Go ahead. This is my introduction to Afrofuturism. I don't know if I'd ever seen anything like oh, no, this I'd, before. I don't think I don't think a lot of people have. No, and, it's like, fair, it's fair. I've never even heard of the concept before this movie. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I had either. Like, um, and to for a film like this to succeed with that aesthetic, I think is really meaningful. I mean, not only does it make you want to go to Wakanda, I think reading into like the production, a lot of and a lot of the people involved on the production, this idea of like confronting Africa, a place many of them, like the director, I think it said, uh, it's a place that I'm from that I've never been to. And kind of a reckoning with that was very much at the heart of that kind of aesthetic. And I mean, it. A lot, a lot of people were saying like, I felt like I'd been lied to. Like, there's like Africa is not what you think it is, and like there's a disparaging line like that in there, and about like the the backwater country or something like that when they're describing Wakanda. Like, what can the poor? That's how the film concludes. What can the poorest nation in the world offer us? Like, and. I mean, it makes you want to go to Africa, not just Wakanda. <laughs> I think so. I think that's spectacular. Well, yeah, it's it, it, it's the uh, I mean, Afrofuturism basically is just the uh, wow. Sci-fi does not talk about black people. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what Afrofuturism yeah. is, yeah. is commenting <laughs> on: is that science fiction has been built by white people in the past, and what if right. and Except what is really Blade interesting about two. Wakanda? <laughs> Blade is, Two is going to come if, up again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, built by a Hispanic guy, but you know, <laughs> closer. Um, but uh, uh, what makes Wakanda interesting, yeah, is that it's a place untouched by colonialism, and it's just really interesting that a a a all black nation can have like the same import as China and Russia and the mm. United States, and it's like what Wakanda does, so goes the world. Like the fact that you can 
uh, discuss that in a fantasy setting, I think is really interesting. What makes Wakanda very fascinating. I would like a Netflix documentary on Wakanda, like a 60 minute, you know, <laughs> oh God, that'd be yeah. this is the world. Done, uh, done in like the style of like, uh, just in like the documentary style of like district nine. It's just like people going around Wakanda. I don't know why district nine came to mind for me, but <laughs> you went to Africa and all you can I, I, I know. Like what, what interesting mentioned Joburg once. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's true. Um, and, uh, and and I think that yeah I agree I think that the the costumes and the uh, production design the fucking sets my god I want Ryan Coogler to direct a James Bond film because there's only like there's like two kind of Bondy scenes and there's so many good sets like Bond is all about great awesome clear set design uh, the set for Mbaka's tribe was the best thing ever oh yeah and I like when they're yeah. so much and they have like the shot and it's really well done cg because like there's there's such a good use of foreground elements combined with like this mountainous like right, cg yeah. backdrop it's and that's kind of the other thing too is that a lot of this movie it's like it's a combination for me of like you know i think the actors are very successful i think they're i mean i don't want to and i don't want to lessen what i'm going to say here like i feel like for the most of the movie they're pulling off a really really good marvel movie which i'm, I'm not saying is a obviously it's not a lessening considering the you know how tenacious marvel is and being like objectively good but at the same time like they're pulling off good mark but then what elevates it is the sense of place that they managed to put into this movie that's the thing that for me is the elevation of it to some extent versus whereas like the core central idea of it that's going through the narrative is that you know it's about kingsmanship and it's about him coming to that it's also weird to me i guess it's, very, about, it's about a very political issue which i like which is right it's about we're this nation we're isolationists for all these years but maybe it's time that we you know we watch right. our fellow brethren uh, get destroyed by colonialism while we got to stand I by think, and I be rich and ignore I, I agree. it. I agree. I think it's still a third act issue. It's the same sort of thing. Cause like, well, the problem so- is my problem with Wakanda is it is a country with, uh, uh, f- um, with, with modern political strife that is still solved by punching. <laughs> You know, it is still a kingship decided by punching. It is solved by punching. It still comes down to a Marvel problem of who punches best wins the story. Right. Which is also interesting, too, because it it does. It has this through line about like the king's trials where they're there and they're like, and which is also the other thing I wanted to say is that you want to see cool combat. The combat in like the the like the mountain cliffs area is so much cooler than any of the last combat. Uh, at like kind of like the end of the film between Killmonger and uh, T'Challa, well, because yeah, the, Ryan Coogler directed Creed, and Creed has tons of great uh, right, fights yeah. right. in it. Great boxing, and clearly he's just much better with uh, humans. I, well, no, <laughs> I disagree. With, uh, I think this is a Marvel. This is a Marvel core issue because like they're not figuring out that shit looks a lot like the 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 you know the cg guy on cg guy fight never looks good or as good as like per se like captain america like i feel like this is a lesson they should have learned by now that real actors in suits uh you know it looks cooler <laughs> it looks a lot cooler and uh yeah, there's, there's and even though more practical like, and, elements in, in that right in that one in that aspect right or, or even something if you have two cg guys like i feel like the end of spider-man is a good example because it's more of like it's more like there's like an event happening that they're trying to do. It's not like it's not really it the end of Spider-Man Vulture versus Spider-Man never feels like a fight because they're like trying to stop the plane. And that works a lot better to me than like, you know, here's two dudes and I'm just like, I, I have to admit, well, like, so the first time uh, I saw this movie was in IMAX uh, and I got my tickets late. So I ended up in the front row of an IMAX. So like I was literally like during that whole sequence, very, very sick. I went back and watched it, uh, but it was, it was I'm kind of scarred by that experience of trying to watch 
that fight sequence on the tracks in IMAX <laughs> in the front row. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just not that movie's like fault, it. but it is like the worst thing ever. <laughs> I was about to say, it's not a fight that just happens. They are also in this one literally trying to stop planes from taking weapons somewhere. <laughs> like it's, you, you reference Spider-Man Homecoming like it's somewhere more real as an event <laughs> or something, but it's the same fucking plot line. I just <laughs> want to point out that someone very accurately pointed out the end of this movie has exact same structure as the end of The Phantom Menace. Which is an oh. army fights on an open field, uh, a bunch of ships shoot at each other, and yep. <laughs> two uh, trained warriors fight in a uh, uh, like shaft. Oh goodness, you're right. <laughs> that, yeah, wrong. I mean, and someone gets stabbed in the stomach. <laughs> so I, just I would probably I, again. I'm, I, a lot of my issues with this movie boil down to the third act, uh, because again, as Ben said, it resolves itself by punching. I'm not sure T'Challa like other. It, there's a, such a powerful moment when T'Challa like rejects his father's decisions, um, and that's a really, really, really good moment that doesn't really affect anything else that happens in the plot, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, other than like he eventually decides to open up to the world, which is the whole point of the movie. But that the the core theme of it is kind of disjointed from like what is actually happening on screen, which is that he's fighting Killmonger. I disagree so much. I think this is the best of the Marvel third acts I think I've ever seen. I think the conflicting forces that are established throughout the film are very much present in the final third act. Uh, I just, I I mean, I think that I agree with you. I just, I agree that Killmonger's completion and the discussion between T'Challa is a good way to do that. So I agree that that's there. I just also think that like, like what's the goal of like T'Challa's journey is like it's not him making a decision; it's him coming to terms with like the sins of the past too, as well. Yeah, it was, right. it was very sins of the father type of type of vibe, right? With, with Killmonger, yeah. Which yeah. and that's and that and that is what Killmonger is, but he doesn't come to an agreement with Killmonger. Like he makes the realization, and then it's like the falling action is all the combat is falling action on the far side. Yeah, but he shows him the sunset. Come on, yeah, it's, 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 sun. it's a pretty sunset. Yeah, <laughs> but also war rhinos. Also. <laughs> Okay. I, was, I was there rhinos. for the war rhinos. Also war, <laughs> I was like, what's happening? Ri- what's happening when he blows that horn? Yeah. Oh, war, yeah, war, war, the rhinos war, war rhinos, <laughs> and the one that Okoye is totally is totally chill with because it's like, you are my lover, and this one knows me, and I know that he will not run me over. How do I know that? That was because he that was me cool. in the face. Realistically, Let's... that would not happen because rhinos have terrible eyesight, <laughs> oh, like... so we wouldn't have seen it was first. That's rhino fact. But this is also Wakanda, so who knows what they've done with those rhinos special true rhinos. they made yeah. yeah. rhinos. 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 rhinos and their, rhinos rhinos. And their special eyes there was no way this charging rhino is going to be able to stop on a dive true yeah they're huge. I thought, I thought, I thought I, again, I think that's the cool thing about it. It's like, it's the same thing. Like I, I never dissed the Phantom Menace. Like the Phantom Menace is like, you know, it's still better than Star the Last Jedi, obviously. Um, but I'm pretty uh, sure we've dissed the Phantom Menace on this podcast <laughs> at some point. I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna just sure, toss, I'm gonna just toss that bait that. out there. If anyone wants to grab it, I'm uh, grabbing it in. I'm Come on, guys! Because I know we're gonna eat it. Look really tasty. I'm joking somewhat, but I do think that there's not really an issue for me sometimes with that kind of like multiple things happening battle sequence, other than like the fact that like you know it doesn't. It just gives a completion to like Martin Freeman's character is kind of useless through this whole thing yes. yeah, and felt a little bit like something that could have been cut from I the feel final like, script. 
I feel like intentionally so. I feel right. like him, right. him, him, him. And that moment in the throne room where the 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 head of the like gorilla tribe—I can't remember his name—is like, yeah, you don't speak here. I think you don't get to talk. Okay. I think the only reason they had him there was to give more agency to Black Panther decision yeah. at the end just yeah. because it's like okay mm-hmm. this Amer- there was an american guy who saw it he could have re- reported you guys he decided not to so you're totally free now like you you know so to like i think they decision. had that yeah. to make his own decision i think that's why right. they included him because like they didn't want to have to make it like oh well you either have to tell them or this white guy's going to tell everybody like i think they wanted to make it very much just only his choice at the end of the movie right mm. which i uh- <laughs> Yeah, I, it's still like it's that was a very confusing plot point for me, honestly, Ben, that I don't I agree. I know what you're saying. I agree with the thought process behind it. But it was like it was very rushed when they like made that decision that he's like, I'm not going to tell anyone, you know. Yeah, like, I don't remember that, that scene. No, yeah, we, we kind of you, you said you didn't want to cut quite to the third act, but we kind of I, I kind of feel like we kind of no, you wanted pro- to speak about the characters more. Right. right we haven't talked well, about any of the awesome women yet. <laughs> Well, obviously, we just we just all blew by that. <laughs> uh, but uh, but no, I do I do want to talk about the characters. I think T'Challa is interesting, but I think there's a lot more interesting for me happening with Michael B. Jordan's character here. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he's got that, the better that is, arc. That is a that's what's kind of neat play, about. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I don't want to interrupt you, Peter. What'd you say? No, I was just gonna say that that's a complex character to play because because um because right. from 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 how from how I saw the character and then and then and from the commentary that I saw, I I, I like that. With I like that with Killmonger, his his response to like you know what like what can what can you as a nation do to respond to all the shit that's happened to people to the to the men and women who look like you fight fire with Inferno, which is an interesting way to which it's is an interesting way to respond because because it, because there there was a there was a tweet that I saw I forget I forget who. I forget who tweeted it out, but but they were but they were like, why? It was it was like it was like a like a good critique. There was like, why, like, why would you want to have that? Be, why would you want to have that response be the same? It, it have have your have your response to all the oppression be the exact same that was done to your brothers and sisters? You're basically right. just playing into their own game. You're no you're showing that you're no better, which is kind like which is what wakanda like try, i try i try i try i tried to stand for like like we're, like we're better than that we're not going to use our use our weapons for senseless war but they had not they hadn't taken that next step in but you still have all these resources there's so much you could do anyway and i i, I like that killmonger had that killmonger had that complex upbringing of like i know of like i know like i i i know shit about about you I will throw it in your face, and and ha- and having T'Challa like take a step back and say, "Well, okay, maybe he is right to a degree." And and I think Chadwick Boseman has a very tough role, which I'm very impressed with. It's just being stoic. It's a very hard right. to be stoic, but still that- captivating on screen. Like he is one of the more stoic. He's not quippy. He's not very uh, jokey like a lot of Marvel heroes. He's very. Regal and very yes. This, sure, this he film, is though. Yes, okay. this film like picks Shuri. its comedic characters. We have really to, well. we're, we're getting to her. We're getting I'm to sorry. her. Sorry. Uh, yeah. And uh, and and after having just watched uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron for the first time, it took me three years, and I was it wasn't worth it. <laughs> um, and oh, it was just a on. it was just a whole horrible quip fest that I found horribly boring and useless. Um, and 
going from this to that was a, a relief because it was just like everybody was taking it seriously or if they were being comedic it felt like it was reasonable like Shuri because Shuri is more she's younger and she's well, more rebellious and like it makes sense and I, I think I'll think just to go back real quick just to finish my point uh, Chadwick Boseman I think it's just does a, a tough it's a tough job and I think he does it well I, I agree he doesn't this is one of those movies where the villain is a little a Dark Knight situation where the villain's more interesting than the hero but uh I don't think the hero is boring necessarily. Yeah. I think he's a good hero. I just think he's Killmonger just has the better arc. Yeah, I I, I would go. Uh, I, I can't I can't deal with your Age of Ultron thing right now. We'll, we'll, bad, bad movie. We'll do, don't watch it's it. Not, it's not, oh my god! Stop! Stop! Does anyone want to pick up Ben's bait? Uh, it's, I'm not nope. even. It, it's it's not even. It's not as like well. It's not as high quality bait as my bait. My bait is very tempting to bite. No, I'm just. Uh, what your Phantom Menace bait? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you see, you want to argue with me. Uh, different point. No, uh, I don't. I think. I think that's the thing is. I think that this is doing a classic like. Here's a side character, but I think they do a good job of maintaining Shuri as like somebody that does a really good job because it's. I was quite concerned going into this a little bit because Chadwick Boseman in Civil War is kind of like this this angry like revenge based background character and whose arc is wrapped up in that movie and so I was very interested to see like how it would change in the course of this movie and it doesn't really change he doesn't act it very differently and that's kind of a that's just the character to some extent uh but the characters around him and because like this is so much more of a cast movie uh really help to like liven up his performance and do everything else like because i'm not like I, i'm sorry i'm not gonna I, I don't think that he is giving like a great performance i think uh i think like shuri and michael b jordan and even lapita nyong'o are really giving like better performances here or have more complicated things to sell that's not i mean that's the problem of his character is that he doesn't have a lot to sell in t'challa um but at the same time, I think that, you know, as a as a I way of doing this movie, like, by keeping him surrounded by so many characters, it's a great vehicle to deliver on the classic action hero trope. I think it's like you or someone else said earlier. He's just he's basically acting restraint so much of the time. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, also, I think it's also quite a right? So when for the greater good, everyone works together versus individualistic cultures like the U.S., which is, I think, a point that I kind of really picked up from yours, Peter, is this idea of um, what happens to this kid who was raised, you know, without a dad in a bad part of the U.S., and he wants to just obliterate everyone. Um, so I thought that was a really interesting, like, from the political perspective, I think it ties really well into having these advisors around you and just mm-hmm. believing um, that everyone has a perspective to contribute. And right. even, I mean, even here, Killmonger's perspective is taken into account, even though he's a, you know, horrible human being, it's taken into account in the end. And which I, I think that's is- a great point. Like the presence of the tribes of all the different tribes is really felt. I think one of the best shots of the movie is that fucking cliff scene. Yeah, where yeah they're all out in their It's. And it's surprisingly a movie about privilege, which I thought I was not expecting going in, that it's a movie about someone who has no privilege uh, coming into a place with privilege and saying, you've wasted it, you know? Yeah. You've, yeah. Like, you've, you've done nothing. You didn't help the people who and, maybe need it. And then the people with privilege doubling down on saying, attempting to help people, which is just, that was such a weird 
point when it was when it kind of came back against i was amazed at this movie to time to kind of go against tachaka and that was the thing that was amazed to me like yeah it, it didn't it didn't ha- it didn't have a saving moment for tachaka really like he's like no this was bad this was stupid yeah. and bad and that and that yeah. was amazing to me that this movie didn't feel the need to like I don't, I don't necessarily know beat up on martin freeman's character but like i felt like it would go there to some extent not not unduly like there's nothing would be bad if it did try to do that and i thought that the colonizer jokes and a lot of the other things mm-hmm. were very funny but at the same time it did it, it would made it very much about internal african-american culture in the same way that i think like django and chain does like there's horrible things but it's still about it's more about african-american culture than it is about well i don't know you're starting to i i could i can feel you starting to like tiptoe up to like your your spectrum of knowledge there and be like back away real quick i mean there's a lot of things like i I, i'll I'll admit to being like there's elements of here that make me uncomfortable and i think that's a good thing at the same time Mm -hmm. like there's stuff that like i don't know about for instance like i am super fucking curious what african nations with this opening up in think of this because mm-hmm. it yeah, is very much I, I this saw, is very uh, much about African Americans versus Africans. I, I, I agree. I saw. No, the actually, I think too. it is about Africans. I think that's what makes it interesting. I think what is interesting is that, uh, particularly in terms of speech, uh, Killmonger is very clearly African American. He yeah. talks right. in a very Oakland style dialect and accent and slang which where, is genius and, which he never puts on a regal accent i was so worried at some point he'd be like brother i have come and he would be yeah. like i'm the bad guy now but he's like yo fam what the fuck like he's just like what yeah. what are you doing like he was that, just always ground that, level that, and that, that, like, i'm so like, sorry for using that slang but that, that, that line when he was like hey auntie like literally almost everyone in my theater right. laughed because we were it's just like one. that is a real thing like yeah like, like, mm-hmm. so, like something mm-hmm. that simple like it, 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 take taking taking away the fact that this is Black Panther, taking away that this is the royal family of Wakanda, taking away Wakanda, just African American culture. That is a black thing. Just being like, just bringing up drama. If it happens, not saying it does all the time, but just bringing up drama and be like, "What's up? Hey, auntie. Hey, cousin. You th- you thought no." <laughs> And it felt like a, a, a melting pot of a lot of African culture. Like you, you mentioned Sarah, the guy with the giant uh, lip ring, and but he's in like these nice sharp suits, you know, and like mm-hmm. there's a lot of sort of Nigerian style dresses, yeah. uh, which I mostly know because I did a lot of Nigerian weddings. And then there's like the, the dance they do I've seen in certain like African culture yeah. documentaries and like it, it feels like a melting pot of a lot of african no yeah culture it literally was like like a, like a melting a melting pot um uh, ruth, ruth carter uh the woman who was ruth carter the woman who was the uh costume designer and hannah Be- hannah L- uh, beachler production designer they took inspiration from like so many different cultures like 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 um like the certain like the summer lip the Surma lip plates um like 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 you, like you brought up Ben uh the the Z- the Zulu headdresses like 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 what like what Queen Ramonda was we- was wearing like the like the entire fucking time ex- except except for when they had to escape um or um fucking oh Angela Bass in this no, movie no, yeah oh, uh, gorgeous uh, oh, uh, uh, the 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 the, the, Igbo, the Igbo mask that the the, the Killmonger took. Bas- the Basotho the Basotho blanket that that um that that Wakabi um the, the the guy the guy who played the guy who from from Get Out that he was wearing just like across the board so that's why I knew him from so yeah no no yeah yeah yes, yeah, that's, yes. yeah, yeah. Dan, Dan, Daniel Daniel Kaluuya no, uh, and uh, and uh, he Black was Mirror, great too I think. yes like, yeah. I, I, there are just so many so so many pockets of inspiration that they took this from because they really wanted to make this like an extreme like Afro 
Afrofuturistic type type of deal. So yeah, like you're totally right. When it's like melting pot for sure, it was all there. I have yeah. to break the fourth wall for a second. My mom is watching a recording of an Elton John concert in the other room and he's performing Circle of Life and I just find that a little bit ironic. <laughs> this this movie did have a little bit of a Lion King plot. Like when yeah, yeah. did, right? Yeah, to visit his ancestors. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. It does. I mean, oh, like uh, it really does. Ever so slightly. I, I mean, oh, can I take that to like the next like meta level? That just he's do like, it. Just <laughs> like, let me go get a coffee while that happens. Well, go ahead, Trevor. <laughs> I just want to take be as like pompously intellectual as I can to have my like little in. So like, Mufasa says everything the light touches will be yours. Also, like on the note of you know uh, Michael B. Jordan's character Killmonger being like becoming the colonialist he he literally literally says the sun will never set on the wakandan empire yeah. <laughs> he literally <laughs> speaks those lines it, it was, yeah, and i they, just died they, a little bit they that. were going they, they did go there like and, and that was the thing that like surprised me is the depth to which that it could be into stuff like this was such a simple movie to do if you wanted to do it straight i mean i, I feel like it would have been more enraging but like, it's, it's amazing to me at points where they like feel well, like they and i think it to, all which i think also Killmonger. works like as a poetic line because he's never actually seen the sunset on wakanda until the end and he gets oh. to see it and he understands what wakanda is right so, that, that, is actually, that is actually that great really like I agree with you. That's, that's, the whole that's thing. pretty intense. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty that's an intense day. <laughs> that's a, well, that's, that's why a, it reminded me of Lanky, just because even though I, Scar's reign is a lot longer than Lanky, like on screen, you never see him in power that long. <laughs> like yeah. in both movies, they're like they take over, and then immediately the king comes back, and he's like, "No," and they're like, "Oh." No, I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. La- I'm gonna say it lasted at, at least a couple of days because because Nikki because Nakia was 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 going was going through was going through Wakanda with with Ramon. Well, and yeah. Ramonda and Shuri like yeah. on foot and they had to go all the way up to the, they had to go all the way up to the mountains it's also yeah it's also implied at certain points that it's nighttime in the jungle when they're like when they when they're when they're fleeing so it's definitely at least two like, days two would, three days at think. most I was yeah. I literally just yeah I was looking Google I think it I think it's about two days because it does it does go because it is implied to be the morning when the actual battle happens mm. um I don't know, based on something from Google. Super quick. I will say three days. Only, I will say three days only, only because I would assume it would take at least some time to get all of their resource, all, all the resources together that, that 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 Killmonger wanted in order to like to like send out to like London, New York, where 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 wherever they had. Wherever like the the the, the cities that they named, they had the, they had their spies set in. So. I would say it took like three days. I would say this movie also has the thing which I like, which is hard to do now because the Avengers exists, which is it's tough to have a movie that takes place on Earth and not for you to go, why aren't the Avengers showing up? <laughs> I remember thinking yeah. that during Iron Man 3 in particular, like, uh, you guys want to help <laughs> or something? Uh, mm-hmm. Or Thor, the Dark World. Like, there's a big space monster who's destroying the Earth. You want to come? Fight yeah, him, that, Iron Man. That, I have to admit, that's one of those moments where I was just like, I was like playing in my head. Like that is such a moment that like, like I, I'm just amazed that this movie played with this idea of like 
you know, a Wakandan-led racial insurrection around the world yeah. that then clashed with the Avengers. That is such, that is such, that is such something Disney does not want to be playing with. I would have. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Disney, I mean, like, just this soundtrack album existence is crazy to me. Like, they, they, they approved an official soundtrack that has, like, Kendrick Lamar and all of his friends doing legit actual rap songs with lines like, Pass yeah. me the syrup, fuck me in the car. That's on an official Marvel <laughs> sanctioned soundtrack, right. you know? Like it's like it's just it's just interesting that like, Yeah. I don't want to no, say I, it's like some giant corporate revolution, it's still part no, of the No, 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 it's line, not because it's it's fair it's like, well actually I mean there's the, Well that's that's that would be that's the question. cynicism would be the next would be the next uh, movement that we might want to call Well, up, which no, is, the, the darker uh, take on this is that it's it's Disney's gotten really good at being able to wear faces to cover up its own corporatism but that's that's a that's a it's not a discussion we want to do not here now. but like do you no. think right but in this case we have the director and writer Ryan, right one of the writers ryan kugler right. who also worked with michael b jordan previously in fruitvale station and creed so yeah. like it's the most like if this is not the right hands to craft the story what no is, i agree i agree know? with that and that's the difference is that it's just it's like we're making fun of disney for like letting this happen but at the same time like this is totally what disney should be doing finding yeah. the right people to craft a story putting them together in the room and then letting it just fucking happen and then not being upset when it fucking happens exactly like they want like they put it the people in the room to do which is the thing that happens all the opening. time with ridley scott is that people like put well, i mean not obviously not like this but like they like the make opposite. ridley scott they like hire ridley fucking scott to make a movie and of course it's gonna be this overblown epic piece of sh- not like shit but like this thing and then they're like oh Weirdness. this is not what we wanted ridley let's go and cut it all down like fuck you that's not the point of hiring ridley fucking scott i don't know <laughs> what i that was specific I don't know. I've had to reach for specifics here. <laughs> I don't know. Which, I'm just curious which Ridley Scott movie you're talking about now. All of them. Like Robin, Robin Hood or Kingdom of Heaven. Oh, all of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, just any, anything that he's made. <laughs> or Blade Runner or just like, it's. I, I feel like I'm actually pretty safe here. But, Legend. But, yeah, yeah, like Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Like, I feel like your question is actually unreasonable, Trevor. Like, which which one did he not was not an overblown <laughs> drama with the with the thing? I just one of those things. It's like I'm sure like every studio has like a story about Ridley Scott. It's just, I was unaware. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. All right. Uh. So also, I want to talk real quick here about uh, other characterizations too in the film, specifically Andy Circus as Claw. What do you guys think of? I thought I thought that was a really good use of Claw. Uh, to be honest with that- you. I was kind of I was kind of disappointed he died Same. just because I feel like we need a colonialist uh, bad guy uh, for Black yeah. Panther. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think they could have done something a little bit cool with Claw eventually. Uh, I'm very, especially, I'm very especially with that to... hand. Yeah. <laughs> Can I be honest? I was just on a purely visual level. I wasn't impressed with the CGI they used to make his arm not there. Oh, it's it fake to me. I, I really don't want to say this, and this is some. Well, I mean, not that I don't want to say this. I want to say that, like, because like I'm very happy with the visuals of this movie, but a lot of the CG for me was not there. No, mm. there was a lot of uh, flubbering. There was a lot of like very. Right. There's a lot uh, of like loose black rubbery. panther models jumping around and doing impossible flips, and it just didn't look real at all. Like, like a good example is the one take shot in the casino where like it's a lot of good neat trick shots but then there's like then Black Panther will just go way too unrealistically yeah right right and just yeah. kind of ruins the entire 
take, you know. Right, right. which is versus like, having Black Panther in just in a costume running around and like just doing things. Or just I mean, on wires and removing yeah. the wires or something. What about the warrior women, though? Oh, was the, that not the height of the combat? What about them, though? <laughs> they were great. The Dora Malaji. Yeah. The, the, as I told Peter, the shot of, uh, of, of Okoye on the car with a rope going out with this giant spear was like maybe the hottest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> no, but that's what it's like. Compare that to like Black Panther on the other car and you're just like, wow, this is lame. And then like you have like the warrior women. And I'm like, yeah, oh, that's it's like a real cool. stunt woman in a giant cape. I'm going to say from a fight perspective, it's like this film is like highs and lows. Like it, there's like some super big highs where it's just like, oh my God, they're riding elephants. I mean, riding right <laughs> Oh, what the fuck? And it's amazing. <laughs> and then and then you have like Black Panther like wrestling a rhino to the ground and it looks really fake. And I'm like, oh god, guys, that that needed like a little TLC there. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> like where where was the supervising like CG coordinator needed? Somebody needed to like I don't know re- revise that. I, not that like all of it's cool conceptually what happens. It's just that like I think my bigger issue is that like you know I didn't realize it in Civil War, but I have a little bit of a problem of how they're doing the Black Panther suit. What do you mean? Just because there's a lot of like purple digitalness? No, 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 no. Just like how and how he's like moving. Like, you know, they have like these cat leaps where he just does like 50 oh, like, foot uh, leaps. Oh, like, like his movement. And it looks okay, okay. really fake. And that's one of the things it's too. It's like they had a fight sequence with Chadwick Boseman and like he's doing like he's like, you know, he's at least Captain America levels of like physicality and he looks good and he's doing all this shit. And I'm like, just have him fight and speed the footage and do like, I don't know, just put him in a fucking suit and do that. Like that's, I don't know. I. <sighs> this is my this is my problem. Marvel for me recently has been like full of highs and lows on stuff, and I feel like that's the thing is like the CG superheroes like Iron Man and Spider Man are really easy to do that way. Um, but I think that we're getting kind of more towards some of that stuff, and I want to go back to like the Civil Wars of Captain America throwing a shield and just knocking the shit out of people. Yeah, we we we, we don't want to reach uh um we don't want to reach Matrix Reloaded type shit. And that's and that's what I'm I'm worried about because I don't particularly want like I have very good memories of this movie and I think that Civil War and and uh, well not Civil War but uh, the Winter Soldier will hold up and I feel like I feel like this this is that's this is gonna be like one of those fight scenes like the I mean it's not as bad as like the Mummy Returns where you like you see the it's rock never just, gonna like, be that bad Marvel and Disney have too much money that is never gonna I disagree happen. I disagree because I think that when CG gets better as on its current arc and trajectory we're gonna go back and watch this and just be like holy shit well, I mean yeah we'll go back great. and watch it oh sure. you think no, it's it's there's stuff recently that I'm sure we like. We, I've, there's stuff I've praised in my lifetime, and you go back and watch it, and you're just like, "Holy crap, this is bad." Well, I mean, that, like, when, when, that, when, that's fair, but that's also because you were praising it for the time, right? No, and I'm not I'm not dissing it no, yeah. for the thing. I just I'm yeah. I'm saying I want more real stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I get that. Like, like we, practical effects like and we, shit. Yeah, I, I feel like we can't blame them for like female empowerment in this movie. Thank you. So I was waiting. Can we please discuss <laughs> that right now? <laughs> No, okay, I, okay, I want, go, Jenna. Go. I want to discuss go. my beautiful, melanin, powerful women. Yes. Agree. Because, because, because I'm sorry, but like, there was so much gorgeous, badass, sexy as fuck melanin in this film. Let's discuss the yes. women. That is, that is, and as, I've, I've never, I've never been like a huge fan of like, of like, uh, of like bald women. Like, it's just never been something that's like crossed. And not even like, shut uh, up, like, Jack. This isn't your moment. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, all right, fine. I'm stepping on it. Go ahead. I, I will, I will just say as the, uh, as, as 
I'm not sure if Jen is or not, but as as a bisexual person on this podcast, I will say I pick uh, Michael B. Jordan as overall hottest uh, in the cast. Yeah, I gotta uh, say, right? I, yeah, Jen is agreeing I, until with me. He, I don't know the scar thing. Are you bi? I don't think so. Okay. You cannot well, talk right now. No, no, I can. I can, no, that's, no, I cut Jack no, off, and I think he was about fair. to say, like, you cannot, you cannot put no, me in my no, sexual no, box, Ben. No, you can't I tell am, me I cannot I appreciate nope, a man's nope, ass. Nope, nope. Do you see those abs? Nope, nope. I did see those abs. They're pretty good. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying Chadwick Boseman over Michael B. Jordan, whatever. <laughs> no, no. Chadwick Boseman's 10 years older than Michael B. Jordan, which is crazy. Really? I don't like know. The same age. Boseman is like, like 40, dude. He's 40, yeah. What? It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Damn, he looked good. Right? 40. <laughs> that no. that was not old. a fair fight with him and Michael B. Jordan. It's <laughs> 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 just not fair at all. That shit's... Oh, Jesus. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I thought uh, again. I think I think that. And Denai Guerrero is also forty. So like, good lord, the people in this lord. movie. Okay, I think that there's nothing to be said for like in, in the big in the grand scheme of this movie. This movie is a big deal for a lot of different people because it's like there's in terms of representation, it's an overall like win. Not not just for like like you know like black men like women everyone. It's it's kind of oh. it's kind of like when, what else have you seen that's like this. And not just on screen, but behind the scenes as well. Yes, right. I think that's the yes. Big there's thing. a uh, there's a the, the first woman ever nominated for best cinematography, Rachel Morrison, who was nominated this year for Mudbound, uh, shot this movie. So that's exciting. A lesbian uh, cinematographer as well. Yes. So it's always very interesting. Uh, you know, like you said, a black director and I think two black writers and like it's it's definitely a very uh, diverse cast and crew for sure. Yeah. Also, go watch Mudbound. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. yeah. Jack, I want to talk to you later about uh, doing something with that, possibly. Oh, Mudbound? Yeah. Oh, like doing like another cast? We should do it. Maybe, yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. Just, just, just putting a footnote in there. Just, no, 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 it's you know, cool. I got it. I got it. I'll, I'll, I'll totally, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I just thought of it. So. Yeah, good. this is awkward. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry, but we'll remember I'm, it. I'm, I'm spinning my wheels trying to transition. I'm thinking what I'm going to go to next. <laughs> well, I know what I want to talk about. Just I was going to say, Jenna. Yeah, because um, I'm just going to mention we still brush over the female empowerment. Oh my god! Well, we I've talked about how good that. they looked, but other than that, though. my. My other point that I want to bring up, um, it, and it ties back to the beginning of our discussion. So this idea of isolationism and what happens to a country, mm-hmm. I thought it was super interesting because we have a moment in time when you know America is starting to look or to consider being more isolationist. And a lot of the movies, of course, Hollywood's always political. But I was really curious what you guys thought because the problem is, is when America was not isolationist, we caused a lot of the problem. <laughs> and so that's what I thought was a really compelling idea that I was just curious um, to hear your guys' take because it was a really interesting thought. I mean, Wakanda has all these amazing resources to help people everywhere, you know, but at the same time, look what happens when people try and help people sometimes. Yeah, I hope Black Panther two deals with yeah. that. That might be an interesting. and I think I, and I think it will because because it's, because you know like like that that mid credit scene that mid credit scene where, where where T'Challa was just like we want to share our resources and our knowledge and our science with the world and so that guy asked what can and this is like this is still the rest of the world's understanding at that at that time right. he's like what can the poorest nation on earth teach all of us and T'Challa just gives us Merck and, and, and Agent Ross is just like you are a, you have a storm coming um, 
I, I, how, how, like, I, I think, I think, I think the, I think the sequel will, will, will deal at least in part with how you know, kind of what happens in the comics. Now that the world knows what Wakanda can actually do, there are going to be those, and there are going to be those with power who try, who try to come for them, who try to steal it for themselves, in a more target in a more targeted way than what than what we saw ha- than what we saw happening ha- happening against Tony Stark and in, in Iron Man too as a, to, to to kind of speak to your comment uh, uh Jenna um about, about like you know like about the point like like, like what like how will they not fuck up I think I, I I I like I like to think that because they have been so isolation isolationist for so long they 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 have they have taken that as an they they will take that as an, as an opportunity to to the best of their abilities since it'll be like their first time taking a step out outside of their border outside of their borders officially learn from the fuck ups of the rest of the world across history like t- taking taking everything taking everything and and taking even what they do themselves and and saying how can we do better how can we take our technology and like how we already use it for ourselves how can we apply it to the rest of the world how can we take our science use it for the rest of the world how can we take just whatever so that's that that's my hope that's yeah. like best case scenario crossing my fingers <laughs> but 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 like that there, there i think i think there will be some slip-ups and and of course that will that like that's what t'challa is gonna have to deal with and kind of to go back to what was said earlier in the podcast about about like how there was about how uh t'challa as a character was rather stagnant in comparison to everyone else around him that is when we'll see like a, a, a kind of a kind of a, re, a rejuvenation of how does he actually grow as king now that everyone knows who the fuck he is well yeah. as a king not as uh, done as black panther just as a note about the timeline of black panther 2 i do have to say that uh i, I was curious too because it was announced back in 2015 was the was like original date when they were going through brainstorming and working on this thing so i thought right. you know to jenna's point that like it was definitely done before this but it does appear to me that like most of the shooting was 2016 when it got pushed back no yeah so it, i do think it was, that 20, this it was actually yeah it was actually very much made during the i mean the script was obviously penned before the 2016 election but it it definitely was shot and made during while it was happening so i, I just feel like there's one line he makes that just feels like a very borderwall line yeah because there's it like does, one line I, he think he says where he says something about like i forget the exact quote but it's something it's, along the lines I, of like which is something that's very easy to put in sorry i don't mean to cut you up in no i'm just saying like i, it's, I think, think it's I, something like, i think i know what ben, quote not, ben was like, go for it if you Let know. him finish. I, is it? Are you sorry? Sorry, I just you couldn't remember. If he remembers what talking, it is, he can say it. Okay. Are you are you talking about when Wakabi Daniel Kaluuya's character is talking about refugees with the king? And no, he's but like, that well, is interesting. That was bring their own problems. Tense. Like that was yeah. really. Uh, sorry, no, that, go ahead. That wasn't. No, that's a good one. It was actually the last <laughs> line he, he says in like the, with the mid credit scene where he says some line mm-hmm. about like it, we shouldn't be building borders. We should be building something like I forget bridges. It, Bridges, bridges instead yeah. of barriers. Bridges instead of yeah. barriers. That's what right. I was like. yeah. And when he started barriers, I was like, hmm. <laughs> like it yeah. just took <laughs> a little bit of a. There was a, there was a couple of moments that felt. I feel like I think that's the difference yeah. too. It doesn't feel like the film was made because of it. I feel like the film was being made and then elements were added in. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, well, a lot of the Daniel Kaluuya stuff I heard was reshot or added because uh, Get Out was such a hit. Right. Apparently, Daniel Kaluuya's character was not in it as much, and then they sort of because and have proof of this. If you listen to the trailer, one of his lines, which is about like the world is changing and Wakanda has to be ready for it, is originally said by T'Chaka, the the old king, in the trailer. But then right. Daniel Kaluuya's character says it in the actual movie. Right. Huh. Taking, so taking I think they took a more. few of the lines here or there, and all the stuff with him and uh, Ugabi like is all 
just them so it feels like very reshooty of like they wrote this whole plot that they were in a relationship because they only mentioned at the beginning at the end there's just little things <laughs> i noticed you know so i uh, think get out was a huge hit and they're like whoa we have this guy who's in this giant fucking hit we should make his character a little more important because yeah. everyone's gonna be like why the fuck you waste daniel kaluuya they're like we didn't know we didn't know we're so <laughs> fun fun fact which too. i i can i just make one quick no, thing no, 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 go ahead. there's something go ahead. i wanted to bring up about why I'm very concerned about the post-credit scene. Oh no, yeah, I, is, I, was, I was gonna remind you if you, if you forgot. Thank you. Uh, so the, the post-credit scene is Bucky, and apparently he's recovered from his all his tear craziness, and uh, they call him the White Wolf. And so my friend made a good point that he's probably gonna get some White Wolf character thing and have some cool vibranium stuff. Um, but my worry is, I think that Infinity War, because all looks like the Wakanda is gonna be a big battleground in Infinity War. And Captain America is there, and all of his Captain America friends are there. And I kind of worry that it's going to be the Bucky and Captain America show, and the Wakandans are going to be background and helping them out. And I really don't want that because I'm kind of tired of Bucky and Captain America. Uh, and I'm kind of worried that they didn't expect this movie to be such a big hit. And then it's going to be like Wonder Woman, where Wonder Woman was barely in Justice League, and after her movie's a huge hit. And I feel like it's going to be the same thing. And then they're going to be like, uh, he's going to be a big character in the, in the next one. Then the Avengers 4, huge, very important. Like, I, I kind of worry that it's going to be the Captain America show and and Boson's just going to be there to be like get him a shield and do this and ah, help because <laughs> no, he mean, says get this man a I, shield. I don't I don't right. know that's like I it's guess just, like, I'm for just me, my worry and no that's fine but like for me that's like what I hope Avengers is because it's Avengers and it's Captain America now I mean I hope that like we lose an Avenger is my big hope we will. for Infinity War. If we don't, like, then, they, then if we don't, then they're not. It's bad. It no, it's bad. I feel like that's the whole point of Infinity War is that we're well, going to kill off I think a going bunch in, they thought Avengers their three and... big characters were Spider Man, Iron Man, Captain America, and those are the only three are going to get an arc. And now that Black Panther is making more than the Avengers did, like <laughs> it is, might look weird. <laughs> is all I'm saying. Is it? Ooh. It's opening higher. Opening it's opening higher than Age of Ultron. Oh, We're speculating about Avengers. things yeah. to which we uh, we cannot know the answer to yet. I think <laughs> the trailer for Infinity War features like all the Black Panther people in that one shot. Just yeah, they'll it. be back, so, so that's good. Right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I agree. With Even you like Mbaka is listed as like showing up in Infinity War and stuff like that. So like, mm-hmm. yeah. this is this is the other back. issue too. Here is that the, the this movie is more than anything like a like a like a cast movie, which is different than all mm-hmm. the other Marvel movies, other than like uh, Guardians. Well, especially of the, the origin stories, right? I mean, right. The, all the origin stories are very individualistic. Exactly. Kind of like yeah. I think it was Jenna was saying earlier. Like we really get the sense of a more communal society here like it's right just... and, that, and that's the difference is like you know we're, you're talking about like having screen time for all the actors from black panther and i'm like that's too high a call for infinity war because that's like we already infinity war i already has the most ridiculous cast that there is it's like screen yeah. time is going to be an issue in infinity war period we, we so need like, to do a separate podcast just on the billing order of infinity war because it's gonna uh-huh. be fascinating. oh my god <laughs> it's I, I, like it's literally insane and if you're like upset that like we're not going to get as much lapita nyong'o in infinity wars i was like i i could have told you that from like the audience <laughs> no yeah because like, they're cause being I'm, I'm 50 scro- I'm, cast members yeah i'm scro- i'm scrolling through like just the cast list on wikipedia and what, like what's on wikipedia alone and she's yeah, like, like good god like how did like just think about like that like benedict cumberbatch and chris pratt had to like their our ages had to argue who's a bigger star and now combine that like 50 times like for yes. every single person hey, ben, over ben, every ben, single ben, person ben, the ben, only one that had ben. an easy ride was robert denny jr because he's getting top build and everybody else had to fight tooth and nail and it must be insane ben, and i can't wait for it uh, ben i want you to refer ben, i want you to refer to benedict cumberbatch Cumberbatch as his correct name 
Benadryl, Benadryl cabbage. Benadryl cabbage. Benadryl cabbage. Please refer to him by his correct name. Do not disrespect him. I want that to be a thing for the next Doctor Strange movie where we just like come up with like as many fucking names as possible. Oh, do you know? Yeah, I will make a list. It's good. I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure yeah. it was a thing when we did the first one. It was. It was. through about halfway through. Like we ran, we literally yeah. ran out of names. So like I want to like yeah. I want to be planned for the next one. For sure. like I want to like yeah. sit yeah. down and yeah. like. Peter, do, like, my my names. personal favorite was always backpedal cumberbund. So that was always my. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the cumberbund variation. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. yeah. my nice. personal favorite. Yeah. 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 All right, let's go ahead and get to scores. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead. It's only fair. Uh, let's go ahead and I'm trying to think. Who do we? I don't care. Peter, let's start with you. Oh, God. Um, okay, so I just want to preface this, but you, everyone everyone here and everyone listening probably already knows this, but fuck it. Uh, this score has nothing but bias and total preference and I already wrote it on the yeah, thing. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I see it. I, I, I see it. I, I see it. I, I see it. And thank you so much for like pre, for like my preemptive strike. Um, it this is this is a very emotional movie for me. Like not 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 just because like oh yeah black superhero, but just be, like be, but because there's so much that I love about about this film from the, from from the characters to to, to like to to you know to to finally finally being able to see Wakanda on screen on a big ass movie screen the 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 the, the science the science that they that they show that the science that they show that, that that they were able to achieve with the help of vibranium the care the, the um the the the, the, the the costume design which was like fucking out of this world and I and I I, I, I was telling a co-worker today I want literally everything that t'challa was wearing I want mm-hmm. I want all of his clothes <laughs> in my wardrobe right now the music was awesome um the set pieces were amazing the just there's so much i want so much i love about this film and i i am probably going to see this at least three more times before before it's out of theaters if i can make time so yeah totally emotional totally biased my black ass is giving black panther a 10 Mm. (laughs) all right next up is sarah oh my gosh uh see i will give Black Panther, an eight. It's a very strong eight, but an eight. There it is. I am so impressed with so many things about this movie. The costume design, the cinematography, the strong female empowerment, everything. The, well, I would say racially diverse cast, but it's a predominantly <laughs> African and African-American cast, still but that's a good thing because there's not where enough come, films. Look at where, like, where they're from. True. Yes. So there we go. Yes. Peter mm-hmm. has corrected me. Um, the, there were, you know, the third act problems that we talked about and some CGI problems that we also talked about. But for the most part, the, the effects were very good, especially in um, uh, where M'Baku is, is, is ruler. I forget the name of that the place. Um, Yes, so the many great, tribe. wonderful things. I can't wait for the sequel and to see them in Infinity War again. High praise. Okay. And Strong eight. Next up is Trevor. Okay, so um, I'm, firstly, I'm glad that we uh, that Jack brought up kind of the action sequences, uh, especially and um, the way kind of the third act worked and the CGI and all that, because otherwise, I, I mean... 
we wouldn't have had I feel like we wouldn't have had any discussion about anything negative about this movie so I'm glad <laughs> there was something we could talk about because otherwise I probably would have given it a 10 too I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10 um, I also I, I, it's probably one of my favorite Marvel movies in terms of construction the way how clever and how ballsy it's conflict is uh, frankly and even if it's I mean on the nose sometimes like there's some like cringy lines in there it's still I feel like committed to that all the way through the third act in a way that a lot of Marvel movies aren't I think as far as like having an actual uh, thing it's committed to it's even higher than Civil War for me than that and um, also, I just this is part of my score. I had a really good viewing experience with this, partly because I've kind of like taken this attitude that like superhero movies are best enjoyed in like this raucous like old theater kind of atmosphere where there's like talk back and like so I go to the movie tavern now and have a beer. And also, it was the only place I get a matinee showing that wasn't just completely fucking booked by midweek. And even then, I barely got tickets by the end of the day. Uh, that were halfway decent, but also, like, there's this woman's, this is this is black woman sitting next to me, okay, and, like, I just, some people, I usually I hate talking during the movies, but some people, I'm just gonna say, are better at it than others, like, it was a little annoying because, like, after every action sequence, she would say, oh, I'm tired, like, which was funny, <laughs> but, like, it got a little annoying, <laughs> but then, but the best thing was whenever they were making um, T'Challa, like, drink the... Is it T'Challa or Tataka? I can't T'challa. remember. It's T'Challa. It's T'Challa, right. T'Challa is fuck. And he was drinking the purple stuff, and she's just like, oh, I want some of that. And I was just like, oh, God, now I have to think about Dave Chappelle's purple drink bit for like the rest of the It was so perfect. It's like, me too. I want some of that too. I, I will say it was the most clapping that I've ever had in a, in like a viewing of anything in my theater. I was like, there, I don't know. All of a sudden, everyone just clapped. Like whenever it didn't, they clapped at the what? end, but they also clapped after anything like illogical, like after Killmonger's speech at the end. They like everyone started clapping in the theater, wow. and it wow. was like there my, was like three or four sequences where people would like clap, and I was like, whoa. This is my theater lost it when Shuri went. What are those? Like yeah, mine too. <laughs> That was so good. Yeah, like they could, so they funny. they didn't stop laughing for like a minute straight. I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this is awesome. <laughs> All right, uh, next up is Ben. I think Sarah said it best. Strong eight. I, I agree with that. Um, I might actually say that like the overall film, I might put it more of a, a seven, just because I feel like it's a little too long in the front and a little too short at the end. Like that that second act is great, uh, but it takes a little too long to get there. Even if I enjoy the James Bond casino stuff, it wasn't super necessary. And like mm. I said, have our own problems with the third act. But all the other stuff is great. Killmonger is maybe one of my favorite Marvel characters. Uh, he's just very interesting. His last line is fantastic. We didn't talk about that. That was a very powerful line. Um, I actually have quite a bit of a problem. Not like I was about problem. to say that was like well, we're, we're interrupting his score, but yeah, like go ahead, that go was ahead, one of the man. cringy ones for me. If you if you want to have a conversation of the fact that I, I like, I think I have a strong disagreement with that. Sequence. Really, I think it's yeah. a great line. I, um, I mean, I think then, it was a powerful sequence, not for me. So like, I don't know how much my commentary on it matters. Here, I like but. that he stuck to his life the entire time. He never had like a dumb reversal or like and he had a good yeah. line about like why are you gonna just put me in jail like that's why like i know people are mad that Kilmonger died but i think it's because we don't have many good powerful villains if they're all this good i don't think people would be mad i think it's just you mm-hmm. finally have one that's actually pretty interesting but his arc is completed so i think it makes sense why mm-hmm. to get rid of him anyways back to my score um but it's like it's that it's it's the, the costume design is fantastic uh, after this and uh thor ragnarok 
to then watch the Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer, which I'm still excited for, but, like, that is the most bland costumes and dull color <laughs> oh God, palette, so right. and, like, there was oh. so much color in this, and then to go back to that, it's just, like, washed out, God, almost snidery like, looks, and it's just, like, really, like, oh, damn it. Uh, like, like see, seeing the costumes in this movie just makes you realize how gray literally everything else is. Mm-hmm. Yes, it really is, and I'm I want Marvel to, you know, up up, up the saturation. I don't care. Just make it, just make, <laughs> well, make it full I mean, speed racer. That's, that's obviously the direction they're heading in. Like it's weird because Ant Man and the Wasp are like the only thing that's left over that will be that way. Yeah, it's weird mm-hmm. and, like, because because oh, like silly Guardians and Thor and everything else is like super saturated. Yeah. Um. So like it, it's that design. It's it's like the very good like uh, I like that it was sort of a marvelish score, but with like African roots. Like there was just a mm-hmm. lot of really interesting design and elements, and and that's what sort of kept me going. Great sets, like I mentioned before. Um, so even if I have a little problem with like the overall narrative, um, it's just so unique and it's such a, a good vision. And it's it's a weird thing where it's like I almost give it an eight because it it brought up so many exciting things that like. It couldn't do them all in two, you know, hours. Like I understand, but it's like I want to know more about the 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 mountain tribe and what's there mm-hmm. about and what's it like to be separated. And I want to, I want to just spend some time in a Wakandan apartment. What's that like? <laughs> what's Wakandan TV look what's like? It? You know, <laughs> I just <laughs> these, these are the things I'm just curious about. So like it's 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 telling that the movie's best strength is that you want to live in this world, but but. Yeah. Uh, it's a good start, and I hope this is the Paddington to Black Panther's Paddington Two. Good God! I hope it's good. I hope God. much Leave like Paddington. It. I think much like how Leave Paddington it. felt a little restricted. This felt a little restricted in the Marvel formula, and then I want Pat, you know the At Paddington Two of Marvel that, movies that like Ben throws more bait than I do. I just want no Paddington Two is perfect. It's the best movie 2018. It'll highly doubt it'll be topped. Um, and uh, and that's my score out of well, I'm be- supposed to cause it, discussion, and I do that. But like, Ben is like, "Hey, Jack, I, look at all this well, bait." It, it, it will, it will like, it's it, just my heart. It's it just my heart. Likely, it will. It will likely at least be my best film of the year. So let, let's let's at least say that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, okay. And uh, moving on to uh, Jenna. Uh, I mean, everyone has covered everything already. <laughs> the costumes are gorgeous. I love Kendrick Lamar, so I was super excited for the soundtrack. Um, I was. A little disappointed that there was only two songs in it, but I still loved the soundtrack. Um, I did not expect Pray For Me in the casino scene, though. I, like, literally sat back in my movie theater seat because that was strange, but I still, it was fine. Um, (laughs) I I mean, representation is super important, especially right now. Um, Obviously, I'm very much into politics, so given the political climate, it's super important. Having strong female characters is amazing, especially because black women are the ones who have saved our asses in the last couple strange election things. Um, Yeah, otherwise, there's just so much amazing, like very rarely have I left a movie feeling so completely just happy. Um, And I definitely did. Plus, shout out to Ben, I got to see Michael B. Jordan take his shirt off, so I can't Mm -hmm. complain at all, Mm -hmm. Um, but I give it a nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a good shot. Qua- qua- quality, quality film and cinematography. I thought you'd be more about Mbaku. I thought that he was a little more. Okay, 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 I, I, no, okay, I don't know. I'm okay, all. Style. I'm all okay, about that. Forest okay, Whitaker. Okay, no. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, to 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 uh, to answer to your comment, uh, Ben, ab- ab- about the Jabari tribe and, and Mbaku. 
uh, believe you me, all of you, when they all walked out, I was just like, who are these sexy as fuck thick? Like, <laughs> T-H-I-C-C, these they, they thick are. black men. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, damn. I, I, I want to say, though, one of the things, though, is that it, sometimes it's amazing to me how they can take characters that, in the context of the comics, are so, like, oh. just amazingly racist. Yeah. <laughs> like... Yeah, I was just reading that. Like, uh, I was just reading that on the Wikipedia for uh, Mbaku, where they said, uh, this is, blah, 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 "Sorry, uh, sorry, I want to find the thing real quick." Uh, Manape is a problematic character for a lot of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Yo. There's a reason I you don't was- call him Manape anymore. <laughs> like, no shit. <laughs> yep. Ugh. It's it, it's uh, it, it, it's amazing to me. So it's my score. I'm gonna be in yeah. the same same camp as everyone else. I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Uh, it's one of the best Marvel movies, uh, hands down. Uh, there's probably only uh, probably even the movie that even the Marvel movie that I like more than this has to do more with like my comic book personal history uh, than anything else. Uh, but at the same time, I I think it's good. I think it suffers from. Again, I think it suffers from just not sticking the landing at the end of the third act. And, I, and I'm sorry, I think that the Michael B. Jordan thing at the end is not great. It kind of feels like a weird way to wrap that villain up. And it doesn't complete his plot line nor Chadwick Boseman's plot line. And I don't, and I don't love that that moment sorry I, I don't mean to like i don't mean to like i'm literally just like seeding my thought process about this movie to talk about this scene because i do want to talk about it then and i want you to tell me a little bit why you liked it well i think that line is fantastic where he says uh, what, what's the exact line he says uh uh throw me in the ocean with uh, the the, the line jumped up the boats like the that's line's a fine it's about the villain plan. it's about villain having no arc he does have an arc. He has an arc, he, but it, it comes he, to the end. He fails. Easily. I mean, you know, like I, I, that's like a lot of villains. He fails, but like ultimately he uh, he stays true to himself. I think that's what makes him so interesting is that he's not going to, he's never going to back down. Well, you know? it makes he's him a gonna... tragic character as opposed to a, I mean, he doesn't yeah, really yeah. change. I right, mean, a tragic character has a flaw, but yeah, I think we've been saying like comparing him to um, T'Challa, especially as like the 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 saying the antagonist is better because he has more of an arc but i think like you could argue he doesn't really see the right. error of his ways he doesn't mm. really change but like jack you you're you also saying it's good that like he doesn't like have a stupid third act sudden reversal change either so like not no, I, that i not that i don't see your point but like what like what possibly way could they have made it a stronger ending do you think well, I, that's the thing is I didn't want Killmonger to die. I thought there's a lot more places for that villain to go with or like See, place. I completely like, disagree. I feel like his arc is done. Like uh, we, okay. We well, I don't it. think, I don't think there was an arc again. That's, that's like our point is that he never backs down. That's a fun thing. Like what, what like. Well, I think his arc affects T'Challa, which is what interesting. Like T'Challa takes what he, like you guys made a good point. Like T'Challa actually takes what he's talking about in a less violent way that he wants right, to do right. it, which is, you and, know, And I agree that that's, he's the rock on which the turn of T'Challa happens there. And that's, that's fine. Yeah. It works. I just like, I think that scene is a little bit disconnected from the rest of what happened. I also think, I also think that the slavery line isn't necessarily connected to the rest of his plot line a little bit. No, so he brings it up all the time. He brings up slavery and the, the fact that Wakanda just sat by and let this happen. For generations, you know, it's never like he's, specifically... he's a he got to well, see the product it's the of... apex of it. Yeah, like I think it's like the logical conclusion. 
Yeah, right. and his mind kind of could have stopped the entire, you know, West African slave tradery. And, right, right. Know, and the, from and, the beginning. Yeah. But they decided, no, we're just going to stay back and let everything happen. And Well, you know. I guess the difference here is that it's not about slave trade. It's about suicide. And that's where, like, that's where the, the it's shifting from an issue about african-americans into the question of like suicide and being that way and i'm just like suicide because he decides to die because he pulls out the thing he kills himself stabbed right but like the point is that like like, he refuses to live as a prisoner say you know like we can still save you right that's that's the whole point like he commits suicide at the end of the film i just find this more of like a samurai bushido thing of like i don't want to you know reject the, what I've been fighting for this entire time. I'd rather die. I, 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 I think the, I, I think, I think, no, no, I think this is fine. Cause I feel like we can have a different reading of this. That's, that's totally fine. I just, well, I think that as, as usual, I try to find the middle of the both of you. I think I, <laughs> I, I, Trevor, I, Trevor I think, is like, I'm so put upon. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I have my issues with watching people fight. I get, I get a little squirrely. I have to, you know, but, um, Squirrely. Um, no, just okay. I had a thought. I had a thought. You made me had a thought. I think it's more about the hopelessness of him finding like a place. He's forever lost, and it's. I think the real tragic and the real problem with his ending, Jack. I, I think where you're wanting it to continue, and Ben, you're saying like there's no way for him to go. Is like kind of like I getting at a darker thing where like are some people just so like underprivileged and so right like. That's- that they can't be saved or rehabilitated, which gets back into the mass incarceration issue and like how our prison system doesn't rehabilitate people, it just punishes them. Like I, that's like taking it to its logical extreme. I know that's really dark, but I think that's kind of what you're getting at. So a, a, a little I probably would not have gone there. Thank you for going here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, I'll shut up now. We can end the podcast. <laughs> Does anybody else want to say anything? I'm sorry. Oh, Jenna, what score did you give this movie? I gave it a nine. You gave it a nine? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. My math is wrong. Hold it one sec. Uh, 43 plus nine divided by how many people are on this bloody thing? One, two, three, hmm. four, five, six. <laughs> uh, Daniel Guerrero plays Michonne. I didn't realize that. Yep. Okay. We give it an 8.666 out of seven. Uh, what does that round up to? Do we round down or up? We round up. <laughs> okay. I actually, I think she's right, actually. I think... Uh, um, I was a math teacher. Come on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Your? It's closer to... It's closer to... Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> don't don't question my math, Jenna. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't come back on here for a cast and be like, Jack does math wrong. Well, Everyone knows that. It's been six months since I was on one of these, so in wow. six months I'll correct wow. it. Wow, good. It's it's all good. I, I I feel like that's another thing that I have to add to the uh, MGP uh, bingo cards. Jack does the math wrong. Um, <laughs> anyways, the uh, the Minbi Gang podcast gives Black Panther a nine out of ten. Uh, this has been Trevor Flynn. Good night, everybody. Please Sarah excuse my Becker. dark intellectual ravings. Thanks for listening. Peter Dancy. Sure is the Disney princess that we all deserve. <laughs> yes. I don't, I see, this is the same thing. I don't understand how, like, because she is technically a Disney. Oh my God. Okay. Jesus, <laughs> I, hadn't thought, Jesus I hadn't thought about that. You're welcome. Yeah, that's right. That's like, she's like a better Disney. Okay. Uh, Jenna, Fa- Jenna, Jenna Daggett. Bye, guys. And Ben Haworth. 
So I'm going to make a bet. So since Jenna won't be back for six months, that'll be August. So I'm going to guess the movie she'll be back for is Crazy Rich Asians. So I think we'll Wait. look forward to seeing her then. <laughs> crazy. You can't see tell you. me this because I like the challenge. So that means I'm going to have to be on next week. And I've been your host, Jack Newman. Thank you for listening to the Movie Gang Podcast. Head on over to TuscanShed.com. That's the Tuscan Shed Media Network. Go check it out. Go check out all our other co- podcasts, including Animania, Live Long and Discover, Geek Space Nine, and A Feast for Bros. Go check out all of those other podcasts, and then head on over to TuscanShed.com backslash support us and figure out a myriad number of ways to help support the cast. From everyone here at the Tuscan Shed Media Network, thank you for listening. <laughs>